0: Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Hoff. That is right, my friends. You're listening here to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. And as long as I'm here, it doesn't matter where here is. Actually, I stole that from the late, great Rush Limbaugh when he was out of town. That's what he would say. Um, we have launched the Truth Tour. With the maiden voyage here and a uh, little bit of an adjustment here to our our mobile studio. It's a little bit different today, even than it will be once we get a little bit more um, permanency to how things are going to operate here. But slowly but surely, we're getting back in the swing of things. Email is always Todd at ToddHuffShow.com. If you watch or listen, I guess, on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or are uh it's I have every intention of coming back to those services however that's one of the things with the studio i've got get i've gotta get figured out here so um we're just slowly but surely getting things back to to normal and when you're mobile, it's a little bit a little bit uh more challenging, i suppose I would say not complaining we're very excited about this, and I've got some stories. I want to tell you. In fact, if you want to follow us, we're going to start posting. If Oz can hear me. I don't know if Oz can hear me or not. We're going to start posting some things on our online community. It's totally free. to. Uh, there, there's different... There's paid versions that we're going to launch, but um, that'll give you bonus content and so forth. But the some of the basic stuff is free. We want folks to be able to follow us and... Um, if you want to see what's going on, kind of behind the scenes with the True Tour, some of the stuff we're, I don't know, seeing, doing, learning, just just what's going on there. Uh, Just create a free account, and the reason is, I'll be honest. The reason we're doing it there is it provides one extra layer. There's no, uh, you know, when you when you're in the, I don't know, when, when you do things. <clears throat> excuse me, in a public. And you're you're in the public in some way, shape, manner or form as we are with this radio show and our our television show. Um you know, we, we have children, we don't there's some idiots. Let's just face it. There's some there's some bad people on Facebook and Twitter and those places and so we decided that we don't wanna put the stuff out there directly. Um there can still be some idiots. <laughs> None of you, of course, but there can be <laughs> can still be some crazy lunatics um, that maybe try to create accounts with us directly. It just seems there's there's a little bit more, um, I I feel like a little bit more control if we do it ourselves. Not to mention, not to mention Facebook may decide to to shut us down. They may not think that what we're doing reflects the truth, and they might want to shut us down and shut us up and kick us off their platform to... Keep America's democracy safe, folks. That's right. To keep to keep people from hearing the other side of the debate. That's how apparently you keep democracy uh, democracy safe in uh, the twenty first century. So, anyway, uh, lots to get to again as as per usual on on Monday. But I want to start here. Um, you know about these. Uh, Nancy Pelosi has a very aggressive, I would say, agenda. Coming this week. Last week of September. She says this. September is a date that's fraught with meaning, she says. Um, This is going to be a time of intensity, she says. And this week, we, she says we, the Congress, must pass a continuing resolution. You know that the government is set to shut down here. In fact, I saw some uh, notifications here where the... It's just a formality where the Biden administration is notified, I forget, 10 days or a week or 15 days prior to shutdown, uh, a government shutdown, which basically is it's just it's protocol. Um, but it has started taking play. That actually has has happened. And so i um, going to run out of ability to put us into debt here if they don't raise the debt limit. Again, looking for a continuing resolution. Of course, the Build Back Better Act, which really just means build back socialists. Let's just be honest. This is what the left wants today. The left wants to build back socialists. They don't want to build back better. They want to build back where they have more power. They want to build back where they have more control. They want to build back where you have to, I have to. They don't like this the situation where we're in where folks are flat out refusing um, or not complying or giving them grief about things like a COVID vaccination. They don't like this. They like it when they tell you what to do. You dutifully oblige. I dutifully oblige. If they tell us to get a booster shot every 24 minutes, we should do that without asking any questions whatsoever. This is the sort of thing that they want, and they don't dislike it uh, in the area of of public health, which is an area at least there's a discussion worth worth having, um, you know. But they want to have it. They want you to obey them. They want you to submit to them, and me to submit to them in all areas of our lives. They want us to submit ourselves financially. They want us to submit ourselves in our religious beliefs, our political convictions, our convictions about this this country, right? I mean, a lot of this, that's what CRT is ultimately about, is to call, uh, cause divisiveness, is to cause a hatred, CRT, critical race theory, but to cause a, a hatred for this country. See, when people get older, people who have been taught to love their country, when you try to push something on past them that shows that they are, uh, that, Contradicts what they've been taught about their country. Talk about fundamentally changing it, changing the entire infrastructure or the entire economic system or what have you. People who've been taught about this country the correct way are going to have questions when they get... They don't like that. They don't like that. They like us to to fall in line to do uh, what they want us to do to give them more political power and all sorts of things like that. But she's got an ambitious agenda this week and if you follow the the reports it sounds like the democrats and I never I never know about this because I don't I don't trust these reports but the democrats it sounds like are looking to well supposedly pass these uh, these bills we'll see as time unfolds that will not be good for the United States of America that will not be good for the economy that will not be good for freedom and liberty I don't know who this is good for if if you're I guess it's good for people who believe that government, uh, the party that wins, should pay back the people that voted it into power. Those are the people, I suppose, that this is a good thing for. What about this poll? Poll that shows that 46% – I showed me this – only 46% of 2020 voters would vote for Biden today. Think about this, this is an I and I. What does that even stand for? I and I and T I P P poll for how whatever polling is worth at this particular point in time, and whatever actually whatever it's worth for the you know the actual counts of the vote, whatever you think that's worth. Biden um, won as per the final vote tally, fifty one point three percent of the total share <clears throat> of. The 2020 presidential election vote. Again, I don't want to get into. I do want to get into the the audit from Arizona, but I don't want to get. I don't want to get into the details of that right now or question this too much. But he went from. He went from 51.3 percent, according to the election results, what we've been told, and now according to this poll. Well, this is again. This is just a poll, but 46 percent. Forty six percent of voters would vote for Joseph Biden today. That means folks he would not have won. I can hear you saying that he didn't win and I can hear it. Some people are saying that, yelling at the radio right now. I'm just I'm just here to have a discussion. But if these were the results, if forty six percent of Biden voters or all voters are the only ones that would vote for Biden, he would not win the election. He would not be president. This is a mere seven, what, seven months? Is that we I've lost track. Eight months now, maybe. It's disastrous what this guy's done. I can only imagine what it's going to look like in another, another three years or whatever. That's why we've got to win the 2022 midterms. We either, I say we, conservatives need to win control of the Republican Party. Republicans need to beat Democrats as well in the 2022 midterms. But 46% of voters That means Think about this That effectively means That Biden He lost He's lost 5 percentage points Of his overall vote count But that's 10% 10% of the people that voted for him If this can be boiled down this simply <clears throat> I mean there could have been some folks that I can't imagine someone who didn't vote for Biden Who suddenly thinks Biden's doing a good job I, I can't comprehend that I can't comprehend someone that voted for Biden to begin with just because they didn't like Trump's tweets, but that's another story altogether as well. But it means essentially that Biden has lost, in eight months, one out of ten of the people who voted for him. Just let that sink in for a moment. One out of ten, ten percent. Every ten people who said they voted, a lot of them won't admit it, but every ten people who voted for Biden... One of them no longer would do that after only eight months. Eight months. And his party in complete con- control. Now, I know there's Joe Manchin in the Senate. I know there's, uh, well, to some degree, Kirsten Cinema in the Senate. I know there's people in the House that are so-called moderate Republicans who are hoping to win re-election by pretending that they're moderate or conservative Democrats or whatever you want to call them. Not radicals, not AOCs, not going along with Nancy Pelosi, but that's what they're doing. The only way to pass this legislation is for that to happen. These monstrosity bills that we've talked about earlier in the program. 46%. 46%. Now, that doesn't mean Trump would win 54%. It could, but it would definitely mean Biden is not president of the United States. And who knows? I mean, as we find from these election audits. We had Arizona reporting um, on Friday. They they did another report before their, their Senate, uh, and we'll talk about that. I want to talk about that after the break because we talked about that a little bit last week. These are things that are largely ignored in the news media. But I want to talk about this and, and reference an article and kind of go through it. Um, also, I interviewed Patrick Byrne, who's the CEO of the America Project. He's going to be on our television show here in a couple of weeks, but <clears throat> he has um he's done a lot. He's actually worked with Mike Lindell um on on election integrity. So, anyway, get to those things after the break. But quick timeout is in order here from our remote studio and by the way, I got to tell you it feels like it's 105 degrees <laughs> in this studio right now. So, anyway, just trying to get myself adjusted here sucking it up just for you no <laughs> oh, no it's it's good i love it and uh, quick timeout is in order here listening to conservative not bitter talk i'll tell you i will tell you after the break where we are i never did tell you i told you it didn't matter but it does matter and i'll share that after the break back here in just a minute Friends, so told you before the break that we were going to talk a little bit, a little bit um, about this election audit in Arizona, which has just been well in one sense this stuff is never never done. You know when I had, I guess I'll talk a little bit about the interview I had. With Patrick Byrne, who said he wants to be a guest on the radio show too, <clears throat> we'll try to arrange that here soon to kind of go through and sift through this stuff as well. But, um, when I spoke with Patrick Byrne again, CEO, he's the CEO of the America Project. He's works with with Mike Lindell, the My, my Pillow company, um, and Michael Flynn's a part of that too but uh, Mr. Byrne is, or was, the founder and former CEO of Overstock.com. And so, you know, he's got a lot of experience looking at, at data, um, that experience, especially when he started Overstock. I mean, that's, that, that's someone with the ability to foresee problems, understand how to get something off the ground, Understand how to look at data. Lots of lots of things that uh, people like that are, are quite adept and skilled at. So, anyway, when I was talking with him about election audits, and I think Arizona in particular uh, was what we were speaking about. Whenever I this kind this conversation kind of went this direction, but um, I asked him because we have uh, the, how do I say this? We many people. People who believe uh, that the election may have been impacted by election fraud, or maybe likely was, or some people definitely believe that. Some people aren't sure. They just want to, you know, figure out what. Let's let's at least look at this. Let just let's just not continue to recount recount votes that we aren't sure if they're legitimate, right? That's really what this comes down to. Um, it isn't so much whether or not we counted things correctly. It's whether or not the things that we're counting are legitimate or, or not. And I would, think, I would think that any voter, no matter who wins any election, would be interested in knowing this. In fact, I've said on this program before, and I stand by it very firmly, I don't know why, if you look at everything the government does, which is well beyond, well beyond Anything it was uh, – you know, a lot of things it was even supposed to do. Well, we're so far past that. We're so far past the Constitution. In fact, many people view that as antiquated. I don't, of course. I think the, the Constitution is there to clearly define the role of government uh, so that the people have, a, have guardrails, protections against their, their liberty and their way of life without being turned into subjects. Anyway, I don't want to go down that particular discussion path at the moment. I do, however, simply want to say that um, something the government should absolutely do, I think, is audit elections on a regular basis. Now, maybe that doesn't have to happen every two years. Maybe it should. But the, the idea that it's crazy to audit elections, to me, is crazy. Of course you should audit elections. I've been a part of, Nonprofit organizations who have told me, who have told me that, well, not told me, sorry, I'm communicating with Oz here. It's a little different setup. Um, she's she's letting me know that we have a few minutes left here and I'm having trouble understanding her. So, so anyway, um, when I was at a non-profit, we would be audited. It's not because they assumed that we did something wrong. It was just to make just to put another layer of um, protection, security um, around the, the board, right around the staff. it would give the the donors an added you know, additional uh, additional amount of confidence given that the money has been, you know how the money has been spent has been reviewed by professional auditors, people whose job are to make sure, that nothing funny is going on. To me, this is, this is beyond just, we don't even need to have a conversation about this. This is as clear as the noonday sun to me. We need to have elections audited, not just because of what may have happened here, although absolutely because of that as well. That's what precipitated all of this. We should, we should audit elections just because that seems like the logical, wise thing to do. So with that in mind... That in mind, let's talk a little bit about this, and I guess let, let me let me finish what I was saying about Patrick Byrne. Patrick Byrne said to me, he said, or I asked him, I said, you know, what do you say to people who have followed this since November and who have been told, and I'm not implying that Patrick Byrne told them, but they believed people who said, oh, wait until next week or wait until this happens or wait until this report happens or wait until the Senate in Georgia hears this or this hap- you know what I mean? Right. And then, and then it's all going to be revealed. People are going to see this for what it really is. We've been told this lots and lots of times. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that uh, there can't ever be a point where the tide turns. I'm simply saying for the people who have sat there and thinking, okay, I'll, I'll see what, what has to be done. And they're let down every time. What do you say to them? What do you say to them whenever they don't want? They're not interested anymore because this just seems to never go anywhere. They're they're told these grandiose promises, or that something really earth shattering is going to be revealed, and that something's you know someone's actually gonna I don't know action's going to be taken up some people believe all sorts of different I'm not I'm not talking about some crazy stuff I'm just simply saying consequences where there's definitive proof that certain things happen and that people are held accountable people are charged um, a, a, an election process is created whereby we avoid all these p- uh, potential pitfalls with connecting uh, potentially allegedly again I'm not mentioning any name that's not the point but we can't have machines connecting to the internet. I mean, I'm to the point, and Patrick Byrne said this during our interview, which again is going to air on television here, I think I think in two more weeks. I'll let you know when that happens. But anyway, my, my question is, what do you say to these folks? And he said, we're dealing with the most sophisticated. This is what he said. These are his allegations. I want to be clear. He said, we're dealing with the most sophisticated fraudulent scheme pertaining to elections in the history of, of mankind. <laughs> and so forgive me. I think he kind of took my question personally. I wasn't directing it at him. I was simply saying, we all know that these people are out here. And 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 many of you may be. I may be, right? I'm not I'm just there's people out there who say we've been told a lot of things about what these results or what these hearings were going to prove. And here we sit. Here we sit in a lot of ways with nothing more than what was alleged on election night. Now, maybe there is. I'm not saying that nothing's been discovered, but here we are approaching a year later now, right? Getting close, relatively close. And he said, but it, it just took time. Forgive them, but it took time to uncover. They knew early on that the numbers didn't make up, that the, the, or make sense, add up. Again, this is what he says. The statisticians, he said, um, you know, could... could say that this doesn't make sense. You can't have this sort of a shift this late in the game from certain states. And that's what he said that they knew early on, but they didn't know how they did it. But now he's saying that they're they're finding that out. But if you read the headline here, just the news, it says Arizona audit, audit flags thousands of suspect ballots kicking issue to state's attorney general. So effectively, without getting too far into this because of time constraints here, effectively... The audit found that more than 50,000, 000, zero, 50,000 000 ballots flagged by the auditors um, could be problematic. Biden won, by the way, by 10,300 and some votes or something like that, between ten and 11,000 11, votes. So these ballots, um, 50,000 or so in question, this is just Maricopa County, by the way. So the auditor says, you know... By our counts, by the recounts, Biden still won, but we have 50,000 ballots here that we're not sure if they're valid, right? We believe that some of these folks may have voted when they didn't live in a certain place. We believe some people may have voted twice. Um, We have different things like that. So now the Attorney General is going to take control of this, and he's running for the Senate in 2022. So there'll be. Certainly, that'll play into this this process as well. So, but I don't know. I mean, does that describe you? I mean, have you you followed this? Maybe a lot of you think, you know, what this there there's definitely problems and questions. Why can't we get to the bottom of this? And then you're told that at this hearing or that hearing or at this point in time something's going to come out that's going to really demonstrate, not just to you but also to other people that something really. Um, really below board happened here fraudulently regarding the election. Patrick Byrne, again, CEO of the America Project, told me that this is um, this is rampant. He says in every state is what he said. Every state is what he said. I'm just telling you what he said. I'm just reporting, right? There there was a time, yeah, you know, I say this because I'm, I'm not, I'm just explaining to you what's just kind of the thinking, the thought process, and what's being alleged here. And the arguments, and but we're not allowed to discuss this, especially on social media, which is problematic and ridiculous. But I mean, I, I don't I don't know. I do know that there are a lot of questions. I do know that there are a lot of very very troubling allegations. I do know that there are some very simple things that w- that could be done, and some of these states have done it. And of course, like Texas have been, um, they've been accused of being racist Jim Crow laws. And this sort of stuff works. It do, it does for certain demographic. It works because it it's it's sounds so serious. People think it has to be true, but they just make this stuff out of, uh, stuff out of whole cloth. They misrepresent the truth. We've got to have a secure way to have elections. And Patrick Byrne said he thinks we should go back to paper ballot. And you know, as as antiquated as that might seem to some, uh, you know, if you could have. Representatives from both parties counting votes and okaying that and signing off on it, and then the precinct reports, their total numbers, and the, the county or however that works all the way up to the state, you could track where these these numbers don't add up um, if both parties are, are signing off versus going into a computer system. And, of course, people have alleged that there's been some that have connected to the internet, which that, of course, seems to be incredibly problematic to me um it doesn't mean anything definitively happened it just means my goodness now you've opened yourself up literally to anyone with an internet connection so anyway anyhow that's that's what's going on in Arizona election audits just wanted to talk about that briefly here quick time out i'm going to tell you when we get back kind of where we are and maybe a quick little story regarding uh, the truth tour as well but get it to get time out we'll do that when we get back sit tight listening conservative not bitter talk not bitter folks i'm your host Todd Huff back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. So, for the break, I had mentioned that I was going to tell you a little bit. I've gone back and forth about this. I know... Um, I know many of you are interested in what's going on. Some pe- folks are going to say, "Hey, stick to the issues," and I get it. I understand. We will stick to the issues, but I feel like I have to share what's going on too. So that's what uh, that's what I'm going to do here for the next uh, the next few minutes. We're currently in a little town, a couple hours uh, east of of Denver, called Burlington, Burlington, Colorado, and. I thought I'd tell you really quickly a story. Um, you know that the main driver in my wife and I doing this truth tour is that we believe that God has called us to spread truth, right? To That's why we're calling it the truth tour. And look, as a Christian, I believe that the the ultimate truth, of course, is that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He's the Messiah, the Son of God, and nobody comes to the Father but through through Jesus. And that message absolutely always, I hope you, I mean, look, we're not um, a church service here, but I, I do like to talk about those things. I find that they're relevant when talking about culture, and um, I, I'm less in, interested in the technical aspects of politics, but I'm much more interested in, the ideas, the philosophy, the ideology, and so forth, and that's where I mean religion plays a role in those things, right? In in shaping shaping worldviews. So, anyhow, um, that's the main reason that we're we're here and are um, on this truth tour is that we felt like it's time to help. Because I, I feel like this program is different. I mean, we're conservative, not bitter, which differentiates us from some. Um, but it just has, it has a, I think, a different feel, which I think is a, maybe a, a spinoff of that or just a natural outflow of that. So, I look, I don't have, there's liberals that hate my guts simply because I'm conservative, but there's a lot of folks that vote Democrat that I can carry on a conversation with and, um, I don't, I don't want to say convince them. Occasionally you can convince them, and I think that that's what we ultimately have to do. That's why we're doing conservative, not bitter universities, to help us get better and not bitter at folks who don't understand or see America as we see it. But this this truth tour, I don't want to make it sound like we've got it all figured out because I don't have it all figured out, right? But that's why I think it's important when we do have truth revealed to us to – to take a moment to make sure that it's etched in stone that we pass it along to people that we know, right? I, this is where I I have a bit of a flashback, and I think about the biblical biblical stories, right? When you've got um, the Israelites when they walk past the the pile of stones, the Ebenezer stones along the the Jordan River that was there to remind them to tell their children and their children's children, how those stones got there. And there's the story of crossing the Jordan River. And we all have those moments, right? We all have those those things in our life. And this, candidly, this truth tour is one of those things for us. I journaled a lot during this process uh, because I thought I was crazy <laughs> half the time. But the, 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 the call was clear to me that it was time to take this message of truth. And so ultimately, we're, we're just getting ramped up, right? I'm this is kind of a, a bit of I I don't know, just just case study, test run, <laughs> a little bit of on the fly, you know, on the, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a doer, so this is market research on the fly. How how are we being received? What do we need to do differently? What are some things we can do to open doors at radio stations, TV stations? How can we better get uh, in front of people at churches or in other venues to share the message that I feel compelled to share, which is shared in some way, shape, manner or form on this program, although a little bit differently because we're typically talking here about more about the current events and then leading into it in a conversational style versus when I go and speak, it'll be more uh, really kind of, I don't know, very scripted and very, you know, measured because I've got a, you know, one shot to be able to communicate uh, with with those folks. Anyhow, so we're outside of, of Denver in, in Burlington and Oz is showing me the clock here. I got a story that goes along with this that I think you'll find neat. It really meant a lot to me and my wife. Let me say this because this journey has been tough for us. You know, you think, okay, God, here we are. We're gonna say yes. you I think sometimes we maybe romanticize this and just think everything just falls into place and you know, it's just not the way that it, it works. Sometimes sometimes there's problems. In fact, we had a problem. We we have a, a pickup a a pickup truck and a a fifth wheel and there's a I got to fix something with the fifth wheel before we move on in the morning. But anyway, I digress. I want to tell you a story right before we left. Again, we had so many of these stories along the way. I just share this with you, um, just because it it touched me, and I hope it it encourages and touches you, moves you, speaks to you as well. Just God, God wants us to know that we're doing what He wants us to do, right? God, the Bible says God disciplines those He loves, right? So He wants us to know, hey, that's not the right way. I'm going to correct you and all that. But He also, He also wants us to know when we're on, when we're on the right path, and that's, that's what happened to my wife and I before we left uh, for the Truth Tour on saturday it was saturday so i'll tell you that when we get back sit tight back here in just a minute welcome back my friends by the way program brought to you in part by my friends at zuluscape and the homeboys podcast i love these guys scott and Clint, I had the pleasure of joining them for one of their podcasts. These guys are absolutely fantastic. Scott and Clint, you can listen to their podcast called the Homeboys, Homeboys Podcast, which makes me chuckle every time. It makes me think back to In Living Color, which is a show we couldn't do today because obviously um, everybody's woke today. But anyhow, the Homeboys Podcast brought to you by our friends at Zuluscape, Scott and Clint. So I want to finish this story that I started here really, really quickly. Um, So we weren't necessarily – we felt like we should come out here. Um, And we had difficulties, surprisingly. It's just the way that this goes. (laughs) But we had difficulties, and my wife started looking for places – outside of of denver and again we're still in a little town called burlington so if you're out here and you'd like us to come uh to your church we'll be out here for a couple weeks or to us a, a group i w- i we're gonna start doing this so i welcome you to contact me todd at toddhuffshow or contact me on facebook however you can find us do it um and we can uh we can do that to we'll, we'll try to do that i don't want to make any any promises But we're in the Denver area. Actually, we'll probably be in northern New Mexico. That's the plan maybe a week after this. But anyhow, um, so we couldn't find much in the Denver area. So we, my wife looked actually in a little place called Monument, which is just outside of Colorado Springs. I've not been there before. It's the home of the Air Force Academy. I, I, uh. Got nominated and accepted to West Point and to Annapolis. But I couldn't get into the Air Force Academy. I was, wasn't was smart enough or something. They didn't like me. But the Air Force Academy at Colorado Springs. Anyway, that's where we're going to be. But right before we left, right before we left, uh, we were literally getting making the final touches on kind of setting up the studio. We've got improvements to make, but we got the initial studio set up. And there was an, a, an older gentleman walking down the street in the small town uh, that we live in. I called Monrovia. We had our have our fifth wheel stored up there uh, when we're not using it, and he stopped by. He saw my wife walking one of our dogs, I think, and he was asking it. But he had, he had just lost the dog recently and was talking with her about how much he loved his dog and that sort of thing. And um, it was just amazing to me because two things. Number one, he had a hat on, and this was right at literally right after we said this is where we're going to have to go. And the hat that he had on was Colorado Springs, which I love, by the way. I just felt like God had kind of confirmed for us that that's where we needed to end up. And the second thing was his his shirt, 1 Corinthians 16, 13, which of course served as a major encouragement to us as well. Out of the blue, we weren't looking for it. The guy walks up friendly, engages in conversation. Of all the cities in the entire world that the guy could have had a hat of, you know, on at the moment, he had the one that we were about to embark upon. So... Anyway, I just wanted to share that with you. That's where we're going to be here. Again, if you want to have us in your uh, church or other group, I mean, we'll speak to different venues as well. Um, Hit me up, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com or on social media. I've got to wrap up here. Take a break. Come back and wrap up. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in just a minute. So, appreciate you letting me share a little bit about our truth tour again. I do not ever want any of this to come across as though we have all the answers figured out or that things are super simple. I don't want you to get from me that you know simply and I'm not putting down faith that simply having faith means that all the problems go away. Because folks, believe me, I'm living proof that, that is not <laughs> that, that is not the case. So, but I appreciate being able to share our story and appreciate you there with us along this way. So thanks for listening, my friends. Be back here again tomorrow. SDG, see you then, take care.